Uh, what's up, aspiring leaders? Uh, welcome to Value, Wake Your Leadership. Uh, my name is Cole McNamee. I'm here with a dear friend of mine, role model, uh, someone I've known for quite the long time, uh, Jack Dunn. Um, let me tell you a little bit about Jack Dunn. Uh, he embodies so many leadership characteristics and traits and values uh, that I've really kind of looked up to. Um, I've known him since high school. Uh, I was a freshman. Uh, his junior year led us to two state championship titles, went to Northwestern. I mean, you're talking about a guy that uh, played every game, uh, every year, four years, Iron Cat, um, all Big Ten, all Big Ten academic, majored in economics, minor in business uh, institutions, um, been a part of the corporate world, been a part of the entrepreneurial world, currently uh, playing with the Washington Nationals. Uh, professionally, uh, baseball, probably a big deal right now. Um, but he's been bouncing around. Uh, he is a current entrepreneur and uh, aspiring, working on uh, potential startups, different things. But uh, that's just kind of a little bit about Jack. I mean, I'm excited to have him. Uh, I could talk about all his achievements for probably the full 20 minutes, but uh, let's kind of jump right into it. Uh, let's start with the uh, first, your... first off, I want to say um, thank you for having me here. I'm honored. I should have you follow me around everywhere and Tell that introduction to every single person I've, I've met. So appreciate you for having me on here. I'm excited. Let's get started. Yeah, absolutely excited to have you and uh, honored to uh, kind of encapsulate uh, what you're going to share with us. Uh, so first and foremost, uh, why don't you kind of start us with your uh, entrepreneurial journey? I mean, I know you've been an athlete your whole life and uh, kind of your entrepreneurship generally take off uh, till a little later. These uh, recent years when COVID hit, uh, I knew you were kind of uh, in between things, but uh, I know you're... Uh, doing your own thing, but uh, kind of start with that. Uh, how did it begin, where did it begin, and uh, what are you doing right now? Yeah, so I think, you know, as a kid growing up in, you know, this area, um, sports are, is a huge thing, right? And they play year-round, so I think as a young kid, especially a kid trying to make a name, you know, trying to go to college, you don't really have much free time. So I've always had, you know, the idea of, you know, trying to start a business, but I could never really get it off the ground um, with sports and how busy I was with, you know, high school and that whole grind. But, uh, so once I, I came back from um, spring training this past year during Corona, options were limited. You can't really do much. You can't really leave your house. So I was on Google and I ordered a hat one day and the hat didn't fit well. And I was like, you know what? Like, I think I can do a better job than this, this company. Um, let me try to, you know, try my hand at this, at this old hat and shirt company. And I just created a company called Wildcard. Um, it took off a little bit. We sold out within like a week and a half. And I think from there, I just kind of, you know, I, I felt that accomplishment of selling out, you know, creating joy in other people's lives. And I, I really just wanted to run with it. Yeah. And I, uh, I'm a, I also, uh, own a wild card hat. So, uh, you look damn good in it. I, I know. Well, uh, I think it's uh really cool. I mean, I, I, I feel like you really just use, uh, uh, your kind of your resources and knowledge to your advantage and uh kind of a big part of that is uh your values i mean what kind of uh what kind of values would you say are your foundation um that you kind of uh establish yourself as or you kind of live by that uh sort of define you as a person i think um the big thing is honesty i think if you're not honest you i mean you can't really have build any relationships and relationships are the name of the game. If you want to start a company, if you want to, you know, create a whole new industry, you have to have relationships that are, are meaningful and that will last a, life, a lifetime because you need help. Nobody can do anything, you know, on your own. So you have to be honest, you have to have integrity, 
you have to be gritty you have to be kind of a grinder because a lot of these things you know starting a company from you know top to bottom takes a lot of work so you got you got i mean put in the work stay up late wake up early and i think you know those things right there just are, are a big part in, in anything in life and especially creating a company yeah and uh certainly i mean uh, honesty is a big part uh, in life, but also being honest with yourself. And that's something I've kind of always admired about you. I know you had a, a really great uh, kind of corporate job out of college at a Northwestern with a phenomenal degree. And uh, I know that took a lot of courage to kind of step away from that because you wanted to pursue something you were more passionate about. And uh, so kind of talk about that and uh, how kind of uh, courage has played a role in your life. Yeah. So I, like you said, I, I accepted a job with Deloitte before I got drafted and um, actually did both of them once I came back from my first offseason and, and I tried it. I, I worked there for a little bit, um, you know, try to balance both things, but I didn't really want to half-ass either thing. I wanted to really dive into baseball, so I ended up uh, letting that job go. And I just think, um, you know, with anything in life, you want to wake up and you, you want to be excited to jump out of bed and attack the day with whatever you're doing. So I, I think, you know, baseball creates more of a happiness and, and, and joy in my life than working a corporate job right now. Um, that might not be the case in the future, but that's the reason why, you know, I started a company because I think when you start a company that you're passionate about, it's easy to wake up, it's easy to work, it's easy to, you know, work 12 hours a day as opposed to just, you know, going through the motions at a corporate job. But in terms of courage, I think, you know, I've always been taught at a young age. I mean, if you, if you believe in yourself, and if you really truly think that you're going down the right path, things will always work out. So I think a lot of times I take, you know, big leaps um, in, with my faith and, and with my judgment because I know, you know, I'm going about this the right way. And I think, um, you know, in the long run, things will work out. So I kind of have faith um, along with my courage to, to help back all my decisions. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so, yeah, we touched on your uh, wild card clothing company startup. Uh, I know you're kind of uh, – you you're kind of working as an entrepreneur with your own uh, training program. You're training uh, youth, uh, children, up to high school-aged kids. And uh, I'd like you to uh, talk about that and how, uh, what kind of aspirations you have on that. I mean, you talked to me a little bit about it, what might be in the future, but obviously your priority is baseball right now. But I think it's still cool that you found a way to uh, embody your leadership characteristics uh, to help out youth and aspiring baseball players to kind of uh, – do what you you are doing right now. I think that stems from when I was a kid. And I used to you know get lessons from people as long. I'm mean, I'm sure you did too. And there seems to be this disconnect between. Um, I mean, I experienced it. Disconnect between you know the coaches and the kids. Whether that's the age difference. Whether that's you know the era that we're in. And you know baseball's a little different um now than it was in 1980s. So I feel like when I was a kid, I was like you know what I don't really want to go get a lesson I don't really want to talk to these people who are you know trying to give me instruction and when I was here I was like sitting out and I was like you know maybe I could go you know try to connect to the younger generation a little better as a 24 year old having just gone through all the stuff that they've gone through so I reached out to some people um and then you know basically word of mouth helped me get I think I'm at like 42 43 clients right now and I really take pride in um, not trying to burn these kids out because, you know, especially around this area, everybody, all their parents are pushing, pushing, pushing. And a lot of times kids, you know, are getting burned out at a young age. They don't want to practice. They don't want to go put their baseball pants on. So I try to offer this, you know, different approach of having fun while getting better, you know, not being super serious and not getting on their case if they, you know, miss hit a ball, but, you know, trying to fix things in a more humorous way and a way that, you know, kids keep coming back. And I think a lot of times, 
I offered myself as a 24-7, you know, instructor. So they'll call me at night, say, hey, I just watched this game. What do you think about this? My coach told me this. What do you think about that? And I just think, you know, building a relationship with them first, you know, and a friendship with them allows them to trust you. And then that will, you know, lead into more lessons, you know, and it will lead into word of mouth and me building a bigger clientele. So I think that's a big thing is just, you know, trying to build a relationship first before trying to, you know, shove instruction and, you know, baseball knowledge down their throat. And I think, so I've had a good time with that and I'm, I'm really passionate about that. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, yeah, obviously it's really exciting to see uh, how much, uh, how many clients got so quickly, how that took off. That goes to say a lot about your character and uh, how well you kind of run uh, what you're doing over there. And uh, I kind of want you to elaborate a little bit more on that disconnect you talked about because I feel like it's not only something we see with uh, athletes and coaches, but also in the real world. Like people struggle to make connections, especially in the more uh, how our world is becoming more and more uh, progressively electronic and whatnot. We kind of lose those other connections. Uh, kind of uh, elaborate on that disconnect, uh, whether it be with uh, the business or entrepreneurial side of it, and uh, how that plays and how character plays a role in that and kind of driving those connections and values. Yeah, that's a great question. I think, um, you know, as, as a coach, I try to, you know, indiv- individualize my approach at, for each um, player. So a lot of kids respond well to me yelling at them. A lot of kids respond well to, you know, me putting a, an arm around their shoulder and saying, hey, it'll, be all, it'll all be all right. We should do this. We should do that. I think a lot of, you know, teachers when I was growing up taught a certain way to the whole classroom. And half those kids don't understand that approach, you know. So I feel like a lot of teachers, coaches, businessmen need to, you know, know their employees, know their kids. Um better at an individual rate in order to really connect with them personally as opposed to just connecting to them as, as a group. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, I love, uh, I love your individualized approach to things. Uh, I think that relates uh, really well to our podcast, uh, Value, um, because we want your values to value you. And uh, that's just something everyone encapsulates and embodies different values. But when you have that approach that uh, is independent of certain people, it makes developing relationships uh, much easier. So I kind of want to shift this uh, conversation towards uh, your your virtues and uh, what kind of things uh, are important in your life, uh, like your foundations. Uh, you touched on it a little bit. But uh, I kind of want to just talk about a little bit more of that, um, what, what kind of roles that plays into your character uh, along the lines of other things. Yeah, I think, I mean, I spoke about honesty, integrity. I just think, you know, a lot, there's a lot of people, um, you know, in this world who go about things for the, for the wrong, wrong reasons, right? So I see a lot of people out there, whether it's um, on Instagram, social media, you know, doing things for... Um, you know, attention and recognition. And I, I'm a big believer in that. Like, you, you should put your head down, you should just work and you should, you know, spend time with the people that, that you love. And I think, um, you know, having close relationships with people who really want the best for you um, is a big thing for me, especially it helps me, you know, weed out the, the you know, the negative attitude that, you know, our society has a lot today. And I, I like to surround myself with people who you know, you know, tell all the truth, you know, whether it's good or bad. You know, I want to hear that stuff. I don't want anybody to sugarcoat that stuff around me. So I like to surround myself with people, you know, who like like you exactly. Like for example, like you helped me out a lot during um, you know, the coronavirus. I I had to 
um, you know, record stuff for my coaches and you're always the first one there, whether it's seven in the morning, whether it's, you know, six at night. So I really value people who, you know, who will stick their neck out for me, who, you know, who will do anything for me and, you know, I will reciprocate that as well. So, um, I just think that, you know, people who have good intentions, um, you know, I just try to stick, stick with them because, you know, it keeps me pure as well. Yeah. Uh, that's awesome. I think that kind of sets us up good for my next question is, um, just kind of what difficulties uh, do you face, whether it be uh, temptations, obstacles, or occupational hazards? I mean, you're playing baseball and you're in entrepreneurship. Uh, two things that are kind of designed uh, where failing is the great majority um, and succeeding is difficult. Um, kind of just talk about how you handle those situations uh, and um, how it may vary with baseball and how it may vary uh, on the business kind of side of things. I mean, I think there's a lot of difficulties in in what I do and which is why, you know, I thoroughly enjoy it. But, um, I think from such a young age, I was always, I was never really the best kid at anything. Um, but I always stuck around. I always worked hard. So, um, that kept me moving forward. So I think, you know, motivation from, from age six, when I didn't make a team that, you know, it still drives me today and everything that I do. And I think what helps me get through all this difficulty is, you know, short-term goals. I think, I was thinking about it on the way over here, and when I was five years old, I mean, everybody has the dream of playing Major League Baseball, playing NFL, being the lead singer in a band, whatever it may be. But how does that five-year-old become the next Derek Cheater? Well, I think setting out short-term goals um, and an outline of how to get there is is more important than just saying, hey, I'm going to be Derek Cheater, right? You have to do certain things. So when I was a sophomore in varsity – I was like, okay, I want to make varsity. I want to start at varsity. Then once I became a starter in varsity, okay, now I want to become All-State. Now I want to help this team win a state championship. Now once I'm in the state championship, how am I going to get seen by college coaches? Now once I'm seen by a college coach, how do I become a starting shortstop at Northwestern? How do I become All-Big Ten? How do I, how do I get you know the um, notoriety, recognition from, from pro scouts? When I get drafted, how do I... How do I work hard? How do I get the attention of, um, you know, the coordinators and, and so on, so on, so forth. So I just think, you know, setting short-term goals um, that are attainable, that are, you know, you can reach within the next four, six months was super important for me. I just can't sit there and be like, hey, I, I want to be the next Jer- Derek Jeter. I want to be the next Juan Soto. I want to be the next that blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay, how am I going to get my body into a position to perform at a high level in 142, 142 games. So how am I structuring my workouts? What am I eating in my body, right? So I just think short-term goals, whether that's in entrepreneurship, how am I going to you know, you know, create a logo? Once I create the logo, now what are people wearing these days? When I, once I get that, you know, who should I talk to? Where, where can I get the best price? I just can't sit here and be like, okay, I'm gonna be the next GQ, I'm gonna be the next blah, blah, blah. I just think you have to have these short-term goals and aspirations in order to you know, fu- fully complete what you, what you wanna do. No, I agree. I think that's awesome. Um, I think uh, people fail to see kind of how much overlap there is uh, with athletes and uh, in like the business world. I think there's so many connections uh, that you can draw from them. And uh, one thing I want to touch on a little bit more is uh, I love how you talk about short-term goals. Um, you are obviously an extremely goal-oriented person, but uh, one thing I noticed about you is you're actually really ta- uh, task-oriented. And you don't really see people that are both goal-oriented and task-oriented. Uh, you see kind of one or the other, and uh, you kind of embody both those uh, characteristics. Um, I don't know what that means to you, or if you even kind of recognize that as an individual, but uh, 
how does that kind of play a role? I know you talked about goals for a while, but uh, just like the kind of uh, foundations that you established part of your character, um, how does that impact the way you kind of operate every day, whether it be as an athlete or whether it be as a business? Yeah, I'm, I'm super organized in terms of, um, you know, my day. I like to structure my day out. So I'll write an agenda. And a lot of people don't do this anymore because, you know, we're all on our phones. Like we have the, the notepad on our phone, but I love writing things down. So every night before I go to bed, I will write out, structure my day, which some people, I mean, it might sound crazy to you because, you know, people like to, you know, free willy each day and you know, they think that's more fun. I can't go to sleep if I don't write my, you know, my daily schedule for the next day. So wake up at seven, lift at eight, eat, you know, protein shake at 930. Like I'm so structured in terms of like my tasks at hand because if I don't write it down, I almost forget it. So I have to write things down in order for me to, you know, get that everything done, make, make, make me feel like my days was well worth it. And I just, I think that in terms of like entrepreneurship, I had to write 15 things of what I needed to do, how I needed to do it, um, with who, who I needed to call, you know, stuff like that. And I just feel like that helps me take the pressure off because I, I've written things down. I, I know what's, I know what I have to do. I, I know the short-term goals I have to accomplish in order to accomplish the big ones. So I just think, you know, writing things down for me and, you know, being organized was, has been a huge part for, for my success. And I don't think I would be anywhere, um, close to what I am now without, you know, every night going home and writing things down, writing something positive about the day, writing something I can work on, stuff like that. I think that's been a big part of, um, you know, who I am. Yeah. We talk about that all the time in our class, uh, more reminders. And I think that's kind of one thing that I really admire about you is it's one thing to do it once, one thing to do it uh, for a week, but how consistent you are with that. Um, has that always uh, been something you, you've done or is that kind of uh, something you got from a role model? Uh, and kind of furthermore, uh, do you have any moral kind of role models that you've looked up to that kind of shaped your character? I think it started in high school. Um, you know, high school was the first time where I kind of struggled in terms of, you know, school or sports so I was like okay how do I um you know get better at this and then once I started seeing success I said okay well this may be you know a factor in that so I kept it up in terms of um the moral leader or moral moral reminders moral or reminders. your moral role model moral role model um I don't I wouldn't say I have I mean like my mother um my mother does the exact same thing and I feel like everything she does is with is with a good intention good heart she's always truthful always honest so I've always you know, um, looked up to her for that. So I think, you know, just at an early age, I was exposed to somebody with, with a, like a good heart and, you know, just an overall great person. And, and I've always wanted to be like her. So I think at a young age, I was, um, you know, um, basically trying to be my mom since day one. And I think that's helped me a lot as well. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, there's, it's hard, you know, it's hard to kind of pinpoint moral role models. I think in a lot of ways you kind of pick out different... You don't different, even realize it almost. Yeah, you don't realize it. I think you kind of pick out uh, different characteristics from individuals you admire or you're close with or around every day that kind of shape your character. And um, I think that's really fascinating. So uh, let, while we're kind of wrapping things up here, um, I kind of want to look back as your path, uh, on your path as an entrepreneur. I know you're young and you kind of uh, started uh, not too long ago, but... Um, how is uh how has that impacted you and like is there anything that you know now that you wish you knew when you first started? I think running a business um 
you know, from top to bottom, it really makes you realize how much work it is. And now I, I admire everybody who has started something, um, you know, even more because I know the hard work it takes. I know the belief you have to have, uh, you know, within or with other people that you're working with, you're surrounded with. I think just the overall um, difficulty it is to, you know, get a successful business off the ground. I think I've read some stat like almost like 97% of businesses who or entrepreneurs, you know, fail like more than yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. No, so, I know. so it's a tough, tough thing to do. And I, I think I wish I would have known how hard it was. I think as a as a stupid kid like me, just I was like, okay, I can do this, I can do that, and you don't realize how hard it is, and you don't realize how hard it is to create an audience and a a loyal audience who will be back and back, back and back and back again. So I think it's very hard to create that that loyal audience and to keep a business successful throughout um, a long period of time. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and kind of uh, going forward, uh, looking ahead, whether that be five years from now, 10 years from now, 10 years from now, uh, I know you're going to try to play baseball for as long as you can, but you mentioned uh, hopefully opening up your own uh, facility, uh, whether that be just for training baseball, training all sports, and uh, kind of just working with kids, uh, working with teens. Um, I think that's awesome. Uh, and uh, how would your character and leadership sort of shape that? Because um, I know you've talked about that a lot and how passionate you are about that. Yeah, I think I was um, talking to a buddy of mine the other day. The goal of mine is obviously to play Major League Baseball and, and then, you know, accum- accumulate the money that um, that offers and build something big around here. But if not, you know, I'm still going to try to go that route. And what I want to do is I want to offer – almost like a one-stop shop. I want to have a baseball part of it, a weight training part of it, and a study hall part of it. So I think, um, you know, when I was a kid, I, I almost neglected weight training. I, I wasn't the strongest kid. I think that kind of held me back in high school. And then once I got to college, I started to learn, you know, how much going into the weight room um, teaches you as, as a player, as an individual, the mental toughness you get. The, you know, the mental fortitude. So I think offering that as well as the study hall where kids, you know, who maybe not have the best homes or the best neighborhoods can come in and, and they can hit and get their work in and study. You know, your brain functions better when you exercise and then try to study as opposed to just study all day. So maybe now kids will come, hit, work out, and then study for three or four hours. And, you know, it'll it'll keep them sharp. It'll keep them, um, you know, wanting to dive into the to the books. And I think a lot of times... I might even want to offer like, you know, like a kitchen or a meal plan or whatever it may be. It's, I know these are high, big goals and it takes a lot of money to do this, but I just want to, you know, give kids around here or in the city an opportunity that I had. And I was very, you know, grateful for having a good family and having, you know, a roof over my head and having all this stuff. So I kind of want to give back to the community. And I think that just starts with, you know, hey, like, come here. I promise, like, we are good people. We'll build relationships with you. Um, we'll offer you, you know, whatever you need, calculators, you know, whatever you need in order to succeed and then go off and make the world a better place as themselves. So I just think that's a big thing that I've always wanted to do and hopefully can do. Yeah, I mean, that's so awesome. I mean, it really is uh, phenomenal. And I say this again, it just goes uh, to say so much about your leadership because uh, the way you look at things uh, from a perspective as an athlete uh, and as an entrepreneur, um, they kind of really just coincide because you take the athlete world, you take the entrepreneurship world, 
uh, and you, you put them, you kind of combine them together to uh, encapsulate things that a lot of areas and a lot of people or a lot of companies are lacking. And um, it says a lot about your character. So as we uh, kind of wrap up this, um, we talked so much about so many different things and I loved that, a great time. But uh, what advice uh, would you have to give to uh, college students who are kind of aspiring entrepreneurs uh, going in that field? Um, what advice would you give? I would just say, you know, just keep trying, keep going at it. You're going to, you're going to fail at some point. You're going to fail, um, a lot. And I just feel like, you know, once you hit that wall, you just break through it. You just keep trying, trying again, because, you know, your next idea might be the million dollar one. So I don't, I don't see why, especially at a young age, you need to give up right away. Right. I just, I graduated college two years ago, so I was in your shoes then as well. And I just don't think that a lot of people, um, realize how hard it is. And then once they fail, they're like, you know what? This isn't for me. I'll go join somebody else. And let me tell you, when as you're as an employee and, and you're working for somebody, it's it sucks, especially if that boss or that CEO, or whatever you know, isn't the, isn't the best of guy or best of girl, you know. So I just feel like keep trying, keep working. You're young. You have all your whole life ahead of you. So you just I think right now is a good time to make mistakes. Right now is a good time to take risks and you know just try. It'll you'll find a lot about yourself as well. You'll find out. You know, how much mental toughness you have, um, you know, how much courage you have. And I just think you just keep going. Just, you know, keep taking those risks and, and I guarantee you it'll pay off one day. Yeah, I mean, you, you hit it right on the nose. I mean, when you fail, I mean, that's kind of really uh, how you figure out uh, kind of what your virtues are and how yeah. you strengthen those virtues. So that's really a big part of uh, what we're trying to get out of this podcast. So I really appreciate you taking the time. I know you're an extremely... <laughs> busy man so fitting me into your schedule wasn't easy but uh, i appreciate it and uh, i hope everyone enjoyed this uh this is value wake your leadership uh ha everyone have a good one and uh please come back and listen to our other podcasts <laughs>